episode six of the live gym. I'm Kev Martin, life coach and speaker. And in today's episode, we're going to be exploring imposter syndrome. We'll also be sharing some techniques in terms of how to overcome the syndrome and that feeling of self-doubt. So what's imposter syndrome? In an article that was published by the International Journal of Behavioral Science, it was estimated that over 70% of people have had this feeling before at some point in their lives. That's huge, over 70% of people. And that's affected, of course, both male and female, actors, teachers, managers, new managers, coaches, and even public speakers. doesn't matter you know, what, what line of work you're in, you've been affected by it. So what's imposter syndrome? The idea is that you have a feeling of being in your current position due to luck, that you don't belong there question yourself why am I how lucky am I to be in this position it's got nothing to do with your hard work your determination your qualifications the fact that you are the best candidate for this job it's got nothing to do with that as far as you're concerned I am lucky to be in my position I'm a fraud I do not belong here and that is such a heavy feeling and how do people deal with that so let's explore it some more now this was first identified in 1978 by Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Eames and in their theory it was that women were uniquely affected by this syndrome now of course since then it's been identified that apart from women men are also affected by the imposter syndrome now imposter syndrome uh, expert Valerie Young in her recent book the secret thoughts of successful women found that there are these particular bunch of patterns that people follow. So people who experience this syndrome, these are some of the patterns that they follow. Let's talk through them. The first one is the perfectionist. Now, this person sets extremely high expectations for themselves. And even if they meet 90 plus percent of their goals, they will beat themselves up because they've not hit 100 percent. And any small mistake that they make, they question their ability to lead, they question their ability to manage, they question their ability to do that to do that job. That's the perfectionist. The second one is the expert. Now this person, they feel like they need to know every single piece of information before we start a project. So before they start anything, they need to do all the research to get cracking, right? Um, they're also looking for continuous improvement. So constantly looking for training on how to improve their skills. And what's interesting about the expert is that they will not, they refuse to apply for a job if they feel that the, their skill set doesn't meet um, the job posting. And, and let me be clear on this, it's if they feel. Now, if the, the fact is that they may actually fit this job description, but that overwhelming feeling kicks in, they will not apply for that role. The second thing I wanted to call out about the expert is, and I'm sure some of us have had this before, where in a classroom type environment, you know, a teacher asks a question and you know the feeling, sorry, you know the answer to that question, but that feeling kicks in and you're like, listen, I don't want to, that voice kicks in, sorry, and you don't want to sound stupid. Uh, you're going to look dumb if you don't know the answer. So let's not put our hands up. Let's just leave it down and let's just let allow someone else to answer it. Now, they don't want to look stupid, even though they know the answer. Next up is the natural genius. So if the natural genius has to struggle or work hard to accomplish something, 
they feel the reason they're doing that, if they're working hard to accomplish something, is because they're not good enough. They're not getting it quick enough. And that's the natural genius. They, they really don't understand. So hang on, I'm struggling a little bit here to understand this. I'm working harder than, than someone else. Imposter syndrome kicks in because they're so used to skills coming easily. So when they have to put some effort in, their brain switches on and says, well, again, the voice of self-doubt switches, switches on, gets loud and says, you shouldn't be doing this. There's something wrong here. So next up is the solo artist. Now, this, is the, this type of person feels the need to work by themselves. Even if it's a group task, they will go off and work by themselves. The thing with this person is if they feel the need to ask for support or ask for help or ask for any sort of knowledge, that syndrome kicks in, that feeling again kicks in, and they find it difficult to cope with that. So last up is the superman or superwoman. Now this, this person will push themselves to work harder than anyone around them. So when that feeling kicks in, they need to prove that they're not an imposter. Whether it's work, whether it's outside of work, they, they feel stressed if they're not accomplishing things. And that's the superman or superwoman. So why do people feel this way? Why do people get that feeling of, of being an imposter? Now again, no straightforward answer to this. Um, but it is really down to personality traits. What we do know is the first seven years of your life shapes who you are. And that's interesting because that's the routines that you've now put in place over the last few years. And those routines drive behaviors and those behaviors drive actions, right? And the actions give you results. So when you have people setting New Year's res resolutions for specific goals that they want to achieve, but they don't change their routine, they never achieve their goals. And what's clear is in order to achieve a new goal, you need to do something different. Otherwise, everything you're doing currently, you will not be able to achieve your goal. So just to be clear on that, change your routine, that will drive new behaviors, which drives new actions, which gets you to your goal. And the fact that some people don't do that is why they fail. Now. The other thing to call out would be that, you know, it could have been an experience at school that's had this effect and you to think like that now, or an experience at home. You know, it could be anything when you were growing up that's had the effect that you've taken from your childhood and brought it to where you are right now to make you feel the way you're feeling. There was an interesting comment that I found when reading through Young's book, and I just wanted to call this bit out as well. The last thing I wanted to call out from Young's book she says, the more people who look or sound like you, the more confident you feel. And of course, quite the opposite. If the fewer people who look or sound like you, your confidence level will drop. So what's, what's some of the techniques? How can we deal with imposter syndrome? And here, here are a few steps. The first thing is to acknowledge it. So when that voice kicks in, when that feeling becomes quite overwhelming, where you sat there, and you can hear yourself saying you're an imposter, you don't belong here, blah, 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 whatever it is, you need to acknowledge that feeling. That's the first thing, acknowledge it. How do you acknowledge it? By consciously being aware that I'm thinking this way. That's number one. Number two is, what's the reframe here? How can you reframe those thoughts? And the way you reframe that is by saying, I am confident. I belong here. I am a great manager. Whatever job that you're in, or whatever you're thinking, think the opposite. You're there for a reason. People like you. 
People want to hear what you're about and people want you to lead. And lastly, share it. Whether it's with a coach, a mentor, or, you know, family and friends, have a conversation about it. Let them know, you know, sometimes I feel like this. Sometimes I think this. And guess what? This is what I do. I reframe it. I call it out and I use positive language. I am or I believe, right? Um, It's really important that we socialize this with our friends or family or coaches or mentors. You know, so many of us will experience moments of doubt and that's absolutely normal. The most important thing is do not allow those moments of doubt start to turn into behavior and those behaviors drive results. Thanks for listening to The Life Gym every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram by searching Kevin P. Martin or at kevinpmartin.com. 